You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show. Have you missed me? Um, I think the answer should be yes. This is going to be the first episode since NFT NYC and oof, OMG. NFT NYC was everything and more. And I will be talking about that on today's show. But I will not be talking about it alone. I have a friend of mine with me on the show today. and We're going to be talking about two things. We're going to be talking about giving you a little recap of NFT NYC. And because she is the partnership director for my BFF, one of my most favorite um, NFT communities, um, we will be talking about um, facilitating partnerships in Web3. Because I know I get a, a lot of this like, oh, um, how do I meet people in Web3? How do I get my brand out there in Web3? So she's going to be giving us a bit of an insight in how she does it for my BFF as well. So yes, welcome with me on the show, Christine Terrio. So Terrio, Terrio, Cheerios. <laughs> I knew I was going to get that wrong. Christine Terrio. There we go. Yeah, Her name is so fancy. Her name is so fancy. I'm like, Terry. <laughs> well, you nailed it that last time. It's so good to be here, Tony. I'm really excited. I am excited to have you. I've been trying to get you on the show for a little bit. And finally, I'm like, nailed her. <laughs> yes. And after NFT NYC, no doubt, we've got so much to talk about. Yes, we do have so much to talk about. So let's jump in. NFT NYC. What was the experience of NFT NYC like for you? Uh, it was amazing. I mean, other than getting COVID, but um, <laughs> in in the sense of like really seeing Web3 come to life in a special way, it was unlike anything I've ever experienced. Uh, I was attending a lot of events. I, I got in on Sunday, which is the 19th, and subsequently every day that I was there for about five days, I was there, I was doing like two to five events per day. And it ranged from panels to events, uh, social type of gatherings, mm -hmm. um, like more interactive exhibit type of experiences. So it was like a little bit of everything. It was like this almost kind of cornucopia of different things to do. And I loved that. But, it, you know, it was uh, it was really fun and exhausting and a lot of networking at work and just a lot of energy. Uh, so. You know, it was um, something really cool to experience in in a way that I think was so much bigger, too, than last yeah. year. Were you there for um, were you there last year? I wasn't, but I was having a conversation with the, uh, the director of programming for NFT NYC and uh -huh. the way that she was comparing the size compared to last year. I mean, it's like you, you can't even compare it. I mean, we're you talking can't. about. Them yeah. having five buildings this year in comparison to last year versus I think they had one. Like, it, I mean, it's five times the size. Oh, yeah. I saw the numbers and I was like, I mean, one thing I, I'll say I appreciate um, 
appreciated about this particular NFT NYC because I wasn't there last year, but I did follow um, the whole, you know, um, conference online. And one thing I appreciated about one, it being my first time and two um, was how organized they were. You know, they it's they made so much effort to try to be as organized as possible for something that was so huge. And I heard it was like over 15,000 people that attended. It was just so, you know, I, I said, I was like, you know what? This conference should not have been three days. It should have been like a week with yeah. days in between where we get to, <laughs> where we get to rest. And it would have been like a two week conference and rest in between because that's how big it was. It was a lot to do, a lot to take in and, for me personally, um, and sorry about you getting COVID. I think COVID was like the PO app. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that a lot on Twitter. <laughs> for this year's NFT NYC, I read a I read a tweet. Somebody said, "If you went to NFT NYC and didn't come back with COVID, did you really go to NFT?" Yeah, NYC? right. <laughs> that was like your proof of attendance. Like, oh, I was at NFT NYC. Um, yeah, so um, going back to the, what I was saying, um, it was so big and it was a lot to do. And the things that you had to do, some of them fell around the same time. You know, it's like, oh, which one should I do? Which one should I go to? And then you had the satellite events, like you said. Yep. There were also, you know, social events outside of NFT NYC and social events within the conference. Because the conference did attempt to make it beefy. They had the awards. They had the pool party. Um, they had just the dinners. It was just like keyword exhausting. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. And honestly, like and with that many speakers and with uh, the agenda that was had and everything, I hope that and and I commend them endlessly for the the participation that was involved. But at the same token, I would really love to see a more curated schedule next year. I, I made a joke mm -hmm. with someone the other day, like about how, you know, last year was kind of, you know, the, one of the first years of them doing this and they, you know, had um, a little bit of data and understanding of what was happening. And this year was like a proverbial dartboard where there was like <laughs> five times <laughs> as much and you know, trying to see like, all right, what do they like? What do they don't like? Hopefully next year will be this scale down, right? Of, yeah. Like in the middle of both, you know, a balance of the two and then putting together something that's like not too big, but not too small. Not I would really small. love to see that. So, you know, for me, um, I was talking to a friend and I was like, out of all the, cause you know, they had art, they had tech, they had music, they had gaming. Um, for you looking in or just even experiencing it or being there, which of those do you think stood out more? Um, I came from the art, well, obviously the arm in the art world, um, of NFTs. And for me, I felt like almost felt like the tech and the finance people kind of showed out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I was like, artists, what are we doing? Like, I just noticed, like, it wasn't a lot of artists, um, it, it in attendance because most artists were going to the outside events, and I, I just, uh, I was like, what yeah, are we doing? You, you, like, you're totally right. You know, you hit it right on the head, Tony, because all of the artists were going to those outside events because whenever I wanted to see particular artists, yeah, I wasn't necessarily aiming for the conference. And I don't think people necessarily were either. And the people 
let's be honest, like NFT and NYC did not pay artists either to be there. I mean, maybe they did for like very specific ones that I'm not aware of. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the Claire Silvers of the world, but you know, the, the, the events that were being sponsored, those are typically the areas that were paying artists. And so those are going to be obviously where a lot of these artists spend their time. So I would love to also see some type of, some type of award for people that are devoting their time to speaking towards their experiences, whether you're in finance or whether, you know, you're in the art world. I think that there needs to be something to be said about speakers valuing time and also the importance of events outside of the conference and what they bring to the table for what we're doing there. Do you think there should be events outside though? Or do you think maybe NFT NYC should find a way to kind of merge or bring these people in? Like when you see somebody doing a satellite event, bring them in. Like, okay, how can we partner and be a part of your events as well? Versus, I would love to see that. That would be great. And, and kudos to them too. I have to give them credit because at the very last minute, they actually, um, helped sponsor that women in web three lounge that you were a part of on, yeah. on that last day. That was like, they had contacted us maybe three weeks before NFT NYC started and they were like, Hey, you know, we have this, uh, gallery space that we managed to book. It's like very last minute, but we wanted to help, you know, put together a couple uh, of partners that might put together a, a motif that might allow women and non-binary people to feel like they have a spot where they can congregate and connect and see art. And even though it's last minute, would you want to participate? And they also came in as a sponsor. And so, you know, I think that they, they mm-hmm. are trying, but yeah, would love to see that more. And would I love to see it in a way that like could be done a bit more in advance and with something that, you know, can really like blow something out of the water, like what we, I think we could do if we had a little bit more um, preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be amazing. I think so too. And I, I, I think it would also um, help in, you know, everybody was so spread out, you know, it's like the, the events that were closer to the venue were so much easier. Um, you know, and the ones where you had to go really far away from like the venue, because obviously I came for the conference, right. And I stayed close to the, my hotel was right, like right close to the conference. So the events that were outside of the conference, I felt like, man, it probably would have been cool if, you know, there was like some sort of merger, um, where, you know, maybe sponsored by NFT NYC and it, it's the official, um, satellite event of NFT NYC. And I think that would also have helped, um, I guess lift a bit of, you know, organizational burden off of them. Right. Yeah. Like, and when and- you're in partnerships, like I'm everywhere trying to be everywhere. So having like one event where people are like a bit more converged would have yeah. been amazing. This is up your alley because you're, you're, you know, in brand partnership, right? So I know I, I sat down in my hotel a few times and I was like, how could this be better? Like I, a part of me wanted to see more artists, um, show up. A part of me wanted to see more artists show up, but I get it. You know, a part of me wanted to see more artists put the same energy that they put into the satellite events into the conference because I felt, I felt underwhelmed um, in our representation. 
And I felt like being underwhelmed in our representation, how do people take us seriously? You know, like, I was like, damn, I'm going to finance now. Because <laughs> they impressed me. You know, I was impressed. I was like, oh, wow. I went to, um, I think it was, no, not even sporting even sporting even impressed me more than the art side and i'm like oh wait, i think it was ticketing ticketing and sporting invest me with um, impress me with and i was just sitting there like you know when i got into nfts it was about the art and i feel like it's shifting and i feel like as artists we're also kind of not helping shift the path you know and from the conference um the gallery, you know, they had a gallery, um, which w one of my work was featured in. And it was just kind of sad to see like no artist support for that, you know, and we want art to be a thing. And this is like the biggest conference in for NFTs. And we're not making noise about it because if we make noise about art at the biggest conference for NFT, it reflects on all of us, right? Or am I just thinking, um, emotionally here. <laughs> oh, you're so right. And I feel like the, the origin point for NFTs and why people started to get excited originally was because of the art. And then everything yeah. else followed and, and has allowed people to better understand the technology and, and how that betters people's lives in different ways. Yeah. But the, the root excitement started with us loving art and also yeah starting to become collectors like you know mm -hmm. i i grew up with art and luckily my parents have a deep appreciation of art and like bought me books and took me to museums and really you know planted that seed of the importance of art and how it enriches your life but mm -hmm. it wasn't until i got into nfts that i started to really start to collect art and now now i own i think like well over 150 nfts and yeah like digital frames in my place and like I've oh, nice. a lot more in, in, intuitive with like my taste and what I like and decorating and it has given me a whole new appreciation of art that it, it was almost like a reawakening and I think that that has been the case for a lot of people and I see like you have that waning a little bit as we place more of uh, a, a lens on the technology and less mm -hmm. so on the art. On and the I don't art. think that we're taking away from, you know, the anything necessarily, but I do think that there has been a bit more of a shift and I would love to be able to see more of that convergence once again and, and sort of both existing because I think one can exist without the other, but at the same token, it's important to reinforce the fact that, you know, art very much lives within the Web3 the culture. Web absolutely, absolutely, totally agree with you. And, you know, maybe again, like I said, you know, I could be speaking from, you know, because artists, we tend to be a little bit emotional <laughs> when we're talking about, you know, art in general. I could be looking at it from an emotion emotional standpoint but um i feel like who can champion for you if not you right if artists are not coming in numbers to represent us in this big place and we're not be showing ourselves like we're here right we're here and we're going to be seen how is everybody else that's not in the art world going to take us seriously right you know we already know each other like when we go to like the galleries and the um, satellite events 
I know you, you're an artist. We already know, but how do we get other people to know us when we're not even showing up? And that was what kept, I sat in my hotel room and I kept asking myself this question. I was like, what is really going on here? Like I, I sat in a, um, I think it was a, a ticketing and um, sporting um, panel. And not just even that, all the non-art panels that I went to were like filled. <laughs> and I look at, and you know, NFT, kudos to NFT NYC. They really did their best for art. And I'll tell you, because they gave like the art blocks the biggest rooms. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Expecting, I'm sure they did that, expecting that artists are going to show up for art. You know? And I just didn't, I mean, I didn't get that vibe. Like I, I was underwhelmed, not in NFT NYC, because they, they really actually put in a lot of effort into putting art in the forefront. I was underwhelmed for our participation as artists. And I felt like, what is, I mean, like before I even knew I was speaking at NFT NYC, I had bought my ticket a year. Like the minute it came out, because I was like, I need to be there. I'm taking my, um, you know, career seriously. And I need to learn. I need to be there. You know, I'll go to other events, but I need to be at the main conference. And I got that from a lot of artists where they're like, we're not going to the main conference. Oh, I don't care about the main conference. Oh, we're not going. And I just, I didn't get that. You know, maybe you could shed light from your point of view, um, why that is. Well, for me, you know, this is my, my personal experience and just the way that unfortunately things ended up for me. Like I didn't have an opportunity to go to the conference because I really was just trying to do right by all of the invitations that were sent my way and trying mm -hmm. to make as many events as I could. And mm -hmm. the way that it was on my calendar was everything from at the beginning of the day, panels to brunches then uh like an uh, like another panel to like a later social event so it was sort of mm -hmm. broken down in a way where i didn't have too many opportunities to you know go to the conference and then go back outside and then it it, it was just a lot yeah um, but you you I, still you spoke so you showed up yes, at some point I, you know <laughs> I, I did speak so i was there and uh i also spoke on the 21st mm -hmm. uh, i don't think you know it was as big of a turnout as i would have liked and i don't think it really had anything to do with the lack of interest for our topic or mm -hmm. anything of that nature i think that it really just came down to there being sort of too crunched of a schedule and mm -hmm. really also not a ton of time. Um, we had 15 minutes to talk about uh, partnerships in Web3, as well as the importance of uh, diversity and inclusion. We had um, myself, uh, my colleague, uh, Riley Blackwell, mm -hmm. um, Caroline Fairchild, and also Sheila Marcello, who's one of our founding BFFs. Um, and we had the opportunity to go over um, our thoughts on that topic, but it was just like so quick. Uh, it was also really early in the morning. Our talk was at like nine 
45 a.m. Yeah, oof. <laughs> uh, and on a Tuesday where that Monday, I'm pretty sure everybody had gone out and partied. I know I did. Uh, <laughs> I over for my own talk. <laughs> you're like so sitting you there with, talk, that's you're fine. sitting there I, I with dark care. shades on like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, it was, it was actually a really great panel considering the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was a little bit hungover, but uh, it, it was um, a really insightful topic to be able to speak to because I love what I do in partnerships and yeah. there's so much to speak on and I, I, there's so much that I wish I could have gone into, but 15 minutes is just not nearly enough time enough, yeah. for people on stage. So um, hopefully, you know, next year, like we sort of spoke about earlier, you and I, like the the need of expanding the the time for people to have panels, uh, mm-hmm. the desire for it to be a bit more curated. So less panels, more time, mm-hmm. um, maybe some breaks. <laughs> some yes. Break so that it's not like, you know, bam, 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 bam. Like yeah. right after we left the stage, another person was right there to come and do a talk. And it was like that the entire day. So, yeah. you know, I'd love to be able to have a conference. I, I hate comparing it, but like Miami NFT week, you had like an actual schedule frame where there was maybe a 30 minute break between, uh, between talks and, maybe it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Maybe it's like 15 minutes, but to just have like a full schedule go back to back to back mm-hmm. throughout the day is pretty intense. So, yeah, it is intense. Yeah, it is intense. Adding yeah. that to the wish list. <laughs> I know. <laughs> NFT NYC, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We have a whole wish list here for you. Um, And you're right, because I know a lot of um speakers did wish they had more time. Um to talk because I mean I'm like 25 minutes before people like I do my podcast sometimes and I'm like I can do an hour by myself and I'm still talking (laughs) you know so I get it um you know trying to it's three days and trying to fit everyone into those three days can be um challenging and I think like you said I think this was like the throw the darts um and see which one works and I think next year they're probably um going to now look back and be like okay this worked this didn't work let's do it this way and let's improve this way but I I really hope that next year um there'll be more of an effort to try to kind of bring the satellite events in um I almost felt like they're great but I also almost felt like it was also taken away from the actual conference, you know, because like you said, you had like four or five places you needed to be at. And I'm sure most of them will be away from the conference, right? Yes, all of them were. And it was yeah. just like, oh, my God, like, how how do I make this work with both? And for me, like, I, I couldn't. There was yeah. no way for me to. So, yeah, I, I would love to be able to see more of that integration. By day three, I was throwing the middle finger up. <laughs> <laughs> by day three, I was looking on GoPro for Pedialyte. It was a crazy. Yeah, by like it was so bad. You know what? By day three, I was so like, like oof, that I missed Madonna. Like, no, I I'm too. not. I'm not kidding you. I got I got to Madonna right at the end of her performance, so I totally missed it. I was exhausted. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna take a little nap. And my little nap turned out to be, oh, God, I can't get up. Oh, my feet feel like 
there I have weights on them. Okay, I'm gonna just say ten more minutes. <laughs> oh Do you know what? Do you want to hear like a really short funny story though? Go ahead. <laughs> I will say the the day, or I should say the night before, uh, mm-hmm. when everyone was supposed to go to Madonna. The reason why I was kind of like wiped out, if you will, is because me and uh, Riley and a couple of other people had left to sort of go see what was up with the Goblin Town situation. Oh, we left our BFF <laughs> and hug event, which was already amazing. Like, you know, we had, you know, really strong drinks and it was a, an awesome event. And we left to go to the secret location and we ended up being <laughs> essentially buried in this crowd. And we oh, were just no. like, you know what? This is not worth it. And we ran into Kim Dillon uh, and the Meta Angels crew and a couple of other people. And we were like, you know what? Let's just, let's just like go grab some beer and burgers. There and you go. Restaurant and you know, it was like one in the morning. You know, that, that honestly was one of the best moments that I had the entire week because number one, it was all of us coming together over some FOMO moment of us not getting into Goblin Town. Yeah. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was people from like all different communities and mm-hmm. like, you know, had, you know, just come together for one common agenda. And then we all just like came together and laughed and, and had more fun, right? And had fun. And it, it was even better because like we ended up just like walking around the city trying to find a place that was open and, and Allie and <laughs> Alex, the owners of Meta Angels kept popping in like, Hey, do you guys have like seating for six? And like oh, we kept gosh. walking around until we found it. And it was just this bonding moment and it all came from web three. Yeah. And I, it, I know that like this is kind of a random story and, and this whole it, this whole NFT NYC memorandum, but I think that it goes to show that it's not just like about pictures or technology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, there's something about this industry or whatever you want to call it that brings people together in a special way. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. Totally agree. So it's so funny. You, It's so funny to me. Like our experiences are so similar. Like I listen to people talk about, oh, this and that. And our experiences are so similar. So it's funny how you mentioned that because I um, was on Twitter, I think a few days after NFT NYC. And um, I'm not sure if you know John Knopf, he's a photographer in the space. And he was like, yeah, that, you know, the smaller events um, are just better for him. And I was like, man, preach. I was like, next year, I'm just down with doing like coffee, like outside of the conference. I'm down with just, okay, three of us are going to meet. We're going to do coffee. Three of us gonna meet at one. We'll do coffee. Three of us will meet at two. We'll do. <laughs> we'll, do we'll just. I'll just have my whole week. You're gonna be wired. And you know it's so funny because I realized that the smaller settings that I actually went to, and within the conference, because within the conference we just hang out outside of like if we listen to a talk. Sometimes we'll just walk out and hang out in the hallway and just talk. Um, I found that I actually remembered names and the experiences better than the bigger events. Like with the bigger events, it's like, oh, I don't remember. Who was that again? I kept doing that. But with the smaller events, I actually have a good like visual memory of the people that I met, people that I spoke to, people that, you know, we interacted. And I just felt like 
for me moving forward next year, that's going to be the goal for me. Like, you know, smaller pockets of meeting people versus trying to be everywhere. Um, cause the being everywhere is, it's like, it's fun. It's exciting. But at the end of the day, like, how many people do you even remember from Goblin Fest? But you remember those six people you went to sit with, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, I think <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because that was exactly my experience as well was I had more fun when I was just with like two of us sitting and having um, a burrito at the park, you know, and those were like the memories that I kept with me. Like, I, I mean besides getting rained on um outside ape fest <laughs> oh no oh i didn't even go to that because i was like no I, it's gonna be too many people i already know i'm not probably not gonna enjoy it. but it looked like a lot of people enjoyed it um yeah, it seems that way although yeah. I, I have to say even though i didn't get into the the goblin town situation i, yeah. I feel like they trumped the apes this year with their whole experience from the the like the dark party where they had yeah. the music and all that and the well, so that would have been fun. Everyone, yeah, like I feel like there is this. I don't even know what the word is, but this this whole contest and competition, if you will, of these bigger projects of putting yeah. together these events that are just like bigger and better than ever. And New York City's got to be loving the NFT community. Right? I know, right? Like, yes, oh, they're back. And we're bringing to the table. <laughs> oh, it's like, ah, oh, the nerds are back. They're and back. And you, uh, kids in hoodies in first class. I know, right? And you know, you're oh right. I think, again, what you just said about, you know, even though you weren't inside, um, just knowing what they put together, I think those are also fun versus just like the, like if I want to go dance, I want to go dance, right? Um, let's just have a big dance party, but I don't want to yell and network over music. I don't want to do that. Like, oh, so hey, are you Tony? I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I like the fact that you just said they had other experiences within their events. Like, um, Let's say, for instance, I had, you know, Goblin Fest or whatever, maybe an art sip and paint within the event, or maybe just like a little corner where people can play um, games within the event. And um, that was one of the reasons I kind of enjoy and fell in love with, um, there's this NFT called MetaFans. And I went to one of their events in Miami and we're just playing dart games and just, it was just so much fun, like just chilling out kind of um, fun. And I think those ones are memorable, memorable too. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, so out of all the events, I know we could talk NFT NYC for the whole duration of this show, but I also want us to talk about um, facilitating successful partnerships in Web3. And I know you are the person to talk to um, because you are the partnerships director for one of my favorite um, NFTs. But before we get into that, um, let me ask one last question about NFT NYC. Out of all the events that you went to and all the things that you did, what was your favorite? Oh my gosh. Uh, I am super biased in that I really loved the BFF and hug events because yeah. I think that it was just a lot of fun. And I think that the the projects and and companies, you know, however you want to define whatever you're building, uh, I, I think that we are more so of a company and a brand, but mm -hmm. we, we really 
tried to allow for a little bit of everything where there was our makeup stations where you could like, you know, get uh, interactive with your NFT. And uh, there was the giant bear where you could get all Instagram fun, take pictures with your besties. Um, There was uh, an area out on the patio where you could go out and network and actually hear the person that you were talking (laughs) to. And if you, you know, wanted a little bit more of uh, a different vibe, you could go Mm -hmm. closer to the inside of the party where there was music and drinks and (laughs) uh, a good time and dancing. Like there was, there was a good vibe there. And and I think that we just had a a great balance Um, there was a lot of events that I think were really well done. And then there are on the more formal side of, of those types of, uh, of gatherings, the event that the fabricant put together with spatial and um, oh, I forgot it. I, I think it's ready player, not ready player one. Cause that's the movie. It's yeah. Another company that I can't think of, but they were also there and it was a really posh, elegant, New York style type of event that was quite unlike everything that I experienced mm-hmm. elsewhere. It had a, a different type of layout and, uh, there was a gallery and, um, a, I think a different way to present brands in a way that was tactful and strategic and, uh, in a way where it was in a Samsung store. So you're in a fully immersive type of yeah. experience from the moment you walk through the door. So those types of experiences, I think, are also valuable in their own right. So I think that it, it it's hard to pick one favorite because there's so many different ways that you can present NFTs and art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also different vibes depending on what type of event that you like to go to so yeah I really loved the balance of like fun and also uh the way that brands are thoughtfully considering the way that they're partnering with other organizations and companies and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Ledger, I also want to give an honorable mention because I went to their keynote presentation where they did their very Apple-esque presentation. Ian <laughs> Rogers was giving me super Steve Jobs vibes of, of the 90s and Ledger put together just a, a really phenomenal um, presentation on what's coming up next mm-hmm. for both the, the technology and gamification and uh, nice. so much excitement that it is going to be driving for their company. And they're not just going to be the the hardware wallet company anywhere. It's, it's going to be so much more than that. And their event was really well done. Um, so I, I like yeah. Ledger. I've been, I've been Hot hinting food. to them to bring me on their team. I'm like always tweeting <laughs> at them. Hey, what's up? <laughs> How about a I really, I, I love the way that they are approaching bringing in people, not just from an onboarding perspective mm-hmm. of their wallet, but also as an introduction to web three and three, yeah. education that they are putting together with their, uh, their new platform and also the, the partnership with the sandbox. I think that it's going to be, oh, that'd be, gonna interesting. be a, a new era. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's going to be a whole new way for gamification to be approached for learning. I'm that would be very it. interesting. All right. So yeah, um, that, has been really interesting and I really hope that um next year's um 
NFT NYC, you know, does take a lot of the stuff that we have spoken about into consideration. All right. That has been an interesting conversation. We are not done. Christine is still with me um, while we talk about, you know, NFT NYC updates and facilitating successful partnerships and relationships in Web3. It has been a, an interesting conversation. I feel like it needs to be two parts, so it will be two parts. So stay tuned in for the next part of this episode, which will have um, I and Christine on there. And you know the drill. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. Don't forget to join us on our socials. And of course, do not forget to hop into the Champagne or Social Club Discord to grab your listener role. Yes. Don't forget to do all that. Um, you know, if you enjoy the content, keep coming back. We appreciate you. So I, I usually say I will catch you on the blockchain, but it looks like today we will catch you on the blockchain. Stay tuned for the next episode, um, where we talk about, you know, um, fostering these relationships. Alrighty. Bye.